Hello and welcome to Sketch Please. This is a sketch comedy podcast written by and starring you. Anyone can write for Sketch Please and anyone can perform. All you have to do is send us your details and I'll tell you how later on. My name's Catherine Kerr and today we have eight silly sketches that cover travel, drugging, explosions and weird media turns of phrase. In short, this show is often a barometer of things that are getting on the nation's tits. No automated checkout machines this month though, so well done Tesco. First, let's meet our four brilliant performers. Welcome, Phoebe Hitt, Derek Murphy, Robbie Sunderland, and Hannah Tarrington. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Applaud yourselves. So we're recording on a bank holiday Monday, which means um, just a little extra time to look after yourself, or in my case, a three-day hangover. (laughs) Uh, What have you guys been up to? Three-day hangover. (laughs) (laughs) Four-day. Five-day hangover. Endgame. I actually went to see Endgame, the Avengers movie, today. Which he's not allowed to talk Which about. I'm not, I'm not allowed to talk about. Phoebe won't let me speak about it because she hasn't seen it yet. Um, the other two don't care. Uh, yeah. And the other two don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's That's well, I say we have the perfect settings for a conflict here. And two judges. <laughs> um, so um, throughout the show, Derek will be adding spoilers from the movie. He won't be. He's going to be adding... spoilers. Pretend spoilers. Never. Well, do you know, you won't be able to tell if they're real or not. they're real. Because I will never tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to see it yourself but I understand that there was some kind of spoiler embargo that that's a thing that happened yeah there was a it wasn't I guess it was just sort of self self-placed was it or did Marvel actually emplace it on people oh I wasn't sure whether you meant you just had just a, me. a self-placed spoiler <laughs> no one's allowed to use you're it. like today I'm allowed to tell him <laughs> no because it lifts today doesn't it the spoilers ban lifts today I don't know no I've seen it on I think maybe Marvel did it because there was a hashtag of don't spoil the end game and I think it was, you're not allowed to post spoilers. And then because people were saying, make sure you go see it this weekend because the spoilers ban lifts on Monday. So I've, I've been off Twitter all day and I can't go on until tomorrow at uh, six when I come out of the cinema. Gosh. And I'm like, oh yeah. So you're just going to spend the time for the next 24 hours with headphones on and blindfolded on and yep. make sure you can't see or hear anything. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So gonna if anyone this. sees her walking around the street, help her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm bumping into things. I'm like... Don't shout things about Marvel at her. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Even when the Smurfs turn up in it. <gasps> Spoiler! What? Oh my god! Oh. Now I'm interested. <laughs> now I'll go see it. Well, I guess that was leaked in the document about how much everyone got paid. You know, those guys, oh, yeah. they take it home. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh my god, that money. Just the dream, right? <laughs> I just love that um, Derek walked in the room absolutely desperate to talk about this to everyone and there was just this this like kind of wall between where <gasps> we just didn't know what was going to happen. And, and I, it was your second time seeing it, right? It was my second time seeing it, right? But the first time I saw it, I was sat right in the front row. So I felt like I was in the movie. So uh, today I got to sit further back and take it all in and you know, watch the bits I missed the first time. So I know everything now. Mm. Everything, Phoebe. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> but it is amazing. So go see it go see it if you haven't watched it go see it but listen to this podcast first and then go see it after you don't, you don't, you don't work for marvel do you? <laughs> i do i'm actually robert Downey jr <laughs> yeah, we're all working for marvel let's face it. whether we like it or not we're in, in we're in the end game um, oh, <laughs> shall we? that didn't quite work did it 
Uh, shall we find out a little bit more about these delightful people that we have in the room today? Um, starting with Hannah. <laughs> Hannah is waving. <laughs> she is an actor and a comedy performer. <laughs> what, do you, what have you been up to lately? Well, um, I actually just found out that I got into the National Youth Theatre. Which is, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. So excited. So currently um, looking at selling a kidney to uh, afford to do it, which will be uh, which will be fun. So if anyone's looking for a kidney. <laughs> well, after this up. weekend, for sure. Yeah. And a liver too, if you don't mind. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it'll, it'll work out. I'm really excited. So That's it'll be good. Brilliant. Yeah. So when you start um the course starts on the 30th of july and then till the 24th of august i think yeah and then you're a member for life well not for life to you 26 because you're over the hill after that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god but, um, <laughs> i'll just leave <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i'm really excited looking forward to it that's awesome because you you did you started off doing acting and mm-hmm. then you mm-hmm. ended up doing loads of comedy as well how did that happen yeah um just walking into places and being a bit of a dickhead like in the nice way <laughs> nice dickhead <laughs> and people were just like oh you're funny I was like okay I'm gonna go with it <laughs> um that's that's it there's no grand story it's a complete accident and now I'm winging it <laughs> And that's exactly what you said in your interview. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a nice dickhead, really. Give me a the chance. Best kind of dickhead. Tell us Yay. some knob jokes. <laughs> Show us your end game. <laughs> oh dear. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We're very excited to have you. Me too. Um, Phoebe, standing next to you. Phoebe, Hello. you're part of an award-nominated all-female comedy group um, and a musical group called Accomplished Ladies. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, so Accomplished Ladies, uh, I started doing it quite recently. So the sketch group I'm in, um, we're taking a break because one of the girls is doing a master's. Um, so me and one of the other girls from it were like, God, we're so bored, we can't just not do comedy. Um, and we're both quite posh and quite musical. Really? <laughs> I don't know if you can tell. And um, we were like, what would we be really good at? So we've um, formed this group called Accomplished Ladies where we pair, uh, we play women from different periods of history. We basically just put on silly costumes and do sketches about how women behaved at that time, like stereotypes of women and do silly songs. Um, we do, we've got Regency ones, we've got Tudor ones, I play Jane Seymour. Uh, we've got um, medieval ones and witches as well from the from the 1600s, which is like the ones that were burnt. Oh, the proper legit ones. Yeah, proper legit ones, ones, not the ones that are ones. hanging around now. Yeah. <laughs> Fake witches, it's like yeah. them. So what, uh, what's, what's your best uh, lady cliche from history? Oh, they're all so brilliant. Um, we sort of, I think my favourite ones, we do the Regency ones because it's all about sort of this like sexual repression and women had all this time to sort of do nothing so they they're so well that they know like six languages and eight instruments and they can do all these incredible things but they never like go outside so it's sort of amazing I just love them because they're so um the characters are always called Elizabeth and Jane because those are two names that have sort of been around in England for years um so but those two are specifically great and the character that I play is in love with the Reverend John um, because he's got pious hands. <laughs> Love a pious hand. Yeah, we do. Um, so yeah, and then we do a song at the end, and uh, Jane keeps trying to play the flute, and Elizabeth <laughs> won't let her. And I did actually, I do actually have grade four flute, so I really should be allowed to play oh, the flute. Sure. In she, the, have, <laughs> she have flute jealousy, is it? Yeah, she does. Every time I try and play, she doesn't let me. So. <laughs> 
flew in me, that's it. Isn't that what Freud talked about? <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's part of it. I also have to pull it out of... Uh, I hide it up my uh, my dress. I thought that was... And I pull it out. Where are you pulling it out from? I'm doing a very... Uh, there, are actions, action. there are actions, people. It's impressive. And I'm still doing it. <laughs> Well, thank you for being an accomplished lady here tonight. Thank you. Uh, Robbie, thank you for joining us from all the way from Dis. Yes, in um, Norfolk. You are not only performing tonight, uh, but you have written one of our sketches. Yeah, um, the good one. The good the <laughs> Final <laughs> sketch in the world. Take that out, take that out. Sure, sure, you don't want to seem like full of it or anything. Well, a little bit, but not too full of it. Yeah, half okay. full of it. So maybe we'll just leave half the sentence in. Yeah, so. okay. just leave half. Great. Uh, yeah. So, are you full time writer and performer? Yeah, I've um, been writing for about five years up at BBC Norfolk. It's got a BBC New Comedy Show, so where anyone can come along and write a sketch and have it performed on the radio. It's great fun. It's going from strength to strength. What's the What's the show called? BBC New Comedy. That's what it's called. BBC New Comedy. We, no one can think of a better title. <laughs> it's <laughs> very original. So, yeah, <laughs> it's it's straight to the point. That's what we wanted. Great no confusion. Too. Um, and so can you find it as a podcast as well? Uh, it's on the iPlayer. So if you go on BBC Norfolk or BBC Suffolk, uh, it goes out once a month on a Sunday, last Sunday of the month at half 12. So it's, it's, it's very clean. No swearing, no political jokes because... Sunday lunchtime and yeah. the Norfolk people just don't like that sort of thing. Just, yeah. We have enough of that anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't need any more. We're yeah, an oasis of cars. <laughs> so that's really great. So it's it's a it's kind of a, a, a platform, a much needed platform for writers who want to oh, yeah. get stuff on the radio. Yeah, people come up from London for it. People leave London? <laughs> oh my god. People are leaving Tell the London. <laughs> <laughs> Big news up in Norwich. So, how do people how do people submit? Oh, that there's an email that I can't remember, mm-hmm. but, uh, but we're going to put it in the links, aren't we? In the website at the end, aren't we? So that's, yes, yeah. yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us and that epic journey, which means yeah, you you have to travel on a bank holiday to get. Yeah, I'm not popular, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. So. <laughs> You're popular with us. <laughs> Yay. Welcome to Family Sketch, please. Um, Derek. Hi. Derek is an actor and producer of audio stage and a web series as well. Mm-hmm. Not too busy. No, not too busy. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, like if you see me asleep somewhere, just cover me with a little blanket. Do you want to have a little nap? We've <laughs> got a plan. Yeah. Um, yes. What are you doing at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I'm starting rehearsals for, I don't know when this comes out, but I'm doing a play in a couple of weeks in the Bread and Roses in Clapham called The Platform. So if you're around, come, come. <laughs> Hannah's going to come. Like the bread and roses. <laughs> Hannah's there. Hannah's there. I You've live got in one Clapham, ticket. Well so done. There we go. I've got two. There. Two I'm score. Well. We have two people coming to see. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah. Anyone else? <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I feel rude now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if we're all going. <laughs> so Derek's nearly sold out show. Exactly. Yeah. Four people. I think weeks. there's only one ticket left. <laughs> Act now. <laughs> Yeah, so that's in a couple of weeks in Clapham. Um, so do come along and see that. Um, what else am I up to? I'm doing, I'm producing a new writer's night. Ooh. In a, a few weeks' time as well. 8th of June in uh, Elephant Castle at the Abacus Arts Studios. Oh, amazing. Is that comedy? Um, it was comedy, it's drama, it's mystery, it's romance, it's everything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Again, come, 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 come. Y'all come, y'all come. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. 8th of June, 8th of June, 8th of June. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, so yeah, I'm kept, I'm kept busy, kept going. <laughs> Shall we get on some sketches then? Mm. Yes. Hurrah. Well, we're going to start with one from Amber Phillips, who's been updating a few of our little English turns of phrase. Hi there, I'd like a kilo of potatoes, please. And um... Oh, uh, just so you know that we've implemented a new system of measures. We don't do metric or imperial anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, the poster behind me should explain everything. Bills, grosses. We'll now use the newly established national unit of measurement, the media cliché. What does that mean? Everything measured out in sizes that news outlets use to describe things. So I can't do you a kilo of potatoes, but I can offer enough to fill an Olympic-sized swimming pool. You're having me on? No. Uh, Olympic swimming pool, length of a football pitch, or, if I order it in, enough custard to overwhelm a double-decker bus. Can't you do anything smaller? Yes, of course. Uh, we know not everyone needs family-sized portions. <laughs> we have our microscopic range. We've got a great deal on biscuits smaller than a grain of sand. No, thanks. Rice that'll go through the eye of a needle. I'll pass. Margarine to fit on the head of a pin. Sorry, but I, I can't work with this. Nobody needs to buy things in these quantities. I'll have to take my custom elsewhere. It's up to you. Although, we've just received enough tiramisu to fill the Grand Canyon. Oh, hang on. That could work. Yay! <laughs> nice one, Amber Phillips. And now we all want tiramisu. Um, well, just because we have eight sketches today, shall we go straight on to Wayne Tim's next one? It links quite nicely, actually, because he's also been reflecting on the habits of our media to spin us a few lies every now and then. Hello. Remember us? The sports little four-wheel drive you sold us? I most certainly do. The Freedom Finder 3000. How's it going? It's faulty. We want to return it for a refund. Well, you are the first buyers to complain. It's nothing like we expected from the television commercials. It's our biggest selling four-wheel drive. Everybody's driving them. We know. That's why we bought it. To be like everyone else. And impress our friends. And now everything is just... Well, it's just awful. This will affect my monthly sales figures. I don't care about that. If the car is faulty, you should refund our money. Okay, um, I will need a list of all the faults, so what's the main problem? It feels like we're always stuck in peak hour city traffic, rather than driving down charming country roads. You know, like in the television commercials. Okay, it sounds like it might be the navigation system. Anything else? Tell him about the sunrises, Toby. Oh, has the tinting come off the windows? We expected that at sunrise we would be taking the car to a beach. Or at least an ocean headland. And I would stand next to the car holding a surfboard and gaze contentedly out to sea. Just like in the television commercials. Do either of you surf? <laughs> of course we don't surf. We just want our friends to think we surf. That's why we bought the car. But the car still gets you from shopping and work, right? Shopping and work are boring. Just like our lives. It's affecting our relationship. And our children are unhappy. It's so not like the television commercials. Oh, have you ever thought of going to the bathroom during television commercials? You are not being very helpful. We want to return the car and get a refund. Our lifestyles have not become at all like your advertising. Look, if I let you return the car just because of your lifestyle, other people might start doing it. Imagine a world in which everybody took lifestyle advertising seriously. Who would do that? I would be swamped with returns. Think of my sales commission. Think of the jobs at risk. Who would that be? Guys who make the cars, guys who make the television commercials, and guys who make the car freshener sprays. Well, we wouldn't want to see things happen to guys. Especially if they're bad things. Good. There is one more fault. Yes? At 3.30pm every weekday afternoon, the car fills up with... Toxic exhaust fumes? Noisy school children. Ah, I see. So we can return the car for a full refund? 
What do you think of this? So your friends will think you surf. I'll throw in some surfboard racks. Free. No charge. What do you think, Toby? I'll buy designer luggage for you to leave on the back seat for all your friends to see. Mm, I don't know. And I'll give you a bucket of dust to throw all over the car so it looks like you have a real off-world adventure in it. Super. Let's do it. I can't wait to show our friends. <laughs> hey! <laughs> that was great. Um, so I, just, I feel like everything is lifestyle advertising these days. I'm not really sure what's a car commercial and what's just walking down the street. It's just, you know, there's content everywhere and content is king and it's all just trying to get you. That sounded much more sinister. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone really deep though, haven't they? Yeah. Like you think it's this whole thing about like aspirational life and motivation mm. and mm. being a good person and then it's for the bank. Mm. <laughs> You're like, okay. Your mum won't love you if you don't buy this bag. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it, because it was the one with the slinky. It, it, was, it was a bag. Oh, the Halifax one. Yeah. I haven't seen that a lot. Such a good advert. And but it's really cute, like, though. I kind of want to get slinky. Yeah, me too. That moves on its own. Exactly, but they were the idiots that these things are targeted at. Yeah. I would go buy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go buy a house. <laughs> if there was a slinky in it. <laughs> That's the only reason, really, yeah, that yeah, you yeah. haven't so far. Exactly. So. Well, I can probably just about afford a slinky house. <laughs> Maybe not so much. Start the bottom where you are. Exactly. Um, well, it's good to know I'm not alone in that sort of slightly paranoid suspicion that you know I'm being marketed to on every every atom of my being. When I wake up in the morning and switch on my phone, it's giving me notifications that I didn't think I asked for. Yeah, I'm a crier, so I cry at all adverts. Like whatever it's about, I can cry at it. Like it's it's a nice holiday they're on. I'm like. It's such a lovely holiday. The sun's so bright. I'm having fun with family. It's that like... man delivered their Tesco shopping. They all came out for dinner and it was so nice. That's me like crying. That's that's who their advertising is targeted at, me specifically. Yeah, but somehow you've probably signed something somewhere that means that someone is has got like some kind of microscopic bug that's that's sampling the saltiness of your tears. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, this postman really worked for her. <laughs> she likes the old man walking up and down the stairs. <laughs> She's a big Let's get more of him. <laughs> more old people trying no, to get that. there's a young person doing it. <laughs> the cycle repeats. <laughs> it's that one where the old man's walking up and down the stairs and then suddenly all his stuff disappears and a baby walks upstairs and you think the old man's dead and then it cuts to oh. him in a different house. And I always, every time, even though I know how it ends, I'm like, oh, the old man's dead. And then it's like, he's in a different house and it's just about, like move it's called I don't know what it's, it's called about moving like, your stairs yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you can't climb stairs don't live in a house with stairs yeah. it's bungalows <laughs> but it's like it gets every time uh, well whilst we're going slightly crazy here in the studio um, let's let's continue with one from Michael Monkhouse shall we hi I'd like to put that five quid flight to Paris please certainly sir that's 20 quid I'm sorry don't apologise, sir. £5 ticket, £5 aeroplane tax, £5 airplane tax, £5 miscellaneous. Uh, uh, fine. Yes, there's another £20 fine as you failed to book online via Basefook, Twitter and Instamams. That's causing surheads and overcharges for company staff, time and electricity. But... Uh... But, bottom, Willie, don't be coarse, sir. There's a £50 sanction. We do have a swear box, but also accept American Express, luncheon tokens and Blue Peter badges. There are adults present. Adults? Children? Adults? Children? All the same to you, eh? Who are you? Jimmy Savile? Do not fear, sir. A further £100 and I shall keep stum. 
Right, that's £195. Fear ye not, sir. I shall round up to £217.31 and a halfpenny. Finished? No, British. Thanks a lot. Sir, this is £217.31 and a halfpenny. So? The large print disc clearly states that as per regulation and rule 45 and a quarter of the United Multilateral National Decree, all monies thus further deposited pursuant to, but in disaccordance from the aforementioned firm, filial or ferret, between weekend days are subjectful to a concurrent levied importation feed free duty of 18,032 zillion, one purloin of a pony, two millions of a monkey, several stoats and... Right, I'm leaving. Well, boss, he's gone. Well, you passed with flying colours. Welcome to Ryanair. Um, actually when we did that in rehearsal it led to some nice stories about things happening on public transport oh Oh, dear (laughs) can of worms public transport (laughs) I thought Hannah's was particularly upsetting yeah I don't know is it is it too x-rated um, I mean, you could just say there was a man with um, public masturbation. with public masturbation. I was just going to say you're having a bit too much fun, and you could infer. But, but, no, we just we went straight. straight in. You need to paint a picture. Paint a picture. I think I missed the point. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> yeah. oh, he I didn't. Couldn't. I was there. <laughs> Did you call the police? Um, no, I was so baffled. I just went to the next carriage and, and cried. And um, I've oh, been in therapy ever since. Oh, no. you made it turn sad. Yeah, yeah. Made it sad. <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> oh, I laughed. <laughs> you took photos, didn't you? <laughs> I did WhatsApp all of my friends straight away. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, we've got to take the law into our own hands, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially if you go by this sketch from Garth App Thomas. Officer, my house has been burgled. Sorry, not a lot I can do about that. But this is a police station? Yeah, but it's a police station in 2019. So? So, due to cutbacks, we've got no officers to investigate minor incidents like burglaries. That's ridiculous. I'm a victim of crime and you're not going to help me. Now, I didn't say that exactly. What are you going to do then? There's our DIY detective initiative where you can solve your own crime. You're asking me to investigate the break-in at my house? Think of it as a chance to bring excitement into your dull and tedious life. But I don't know anything about police procedures. Not a problem. Here you go. Take these files. Are these training manuals? Sort of. It says here that they're old TV scripts from the bill. Bought on eBay for a fiver. Bargain. What am I supposed to do with these? Read everything from cover to cover and you'll learn most of our techniques. That won't be anything like good enough. For the more sophisticated recruits, we offer an upgrade. Here you go. What's this? The Agatha Christie box set. Do we get access to police equipment? We provide a uniform. Really? Take a look. Choose what size fits. Hang on. This is a catalogue for love, honey. Their saucy copper range is cheaper than our standard issue. Outrageous. You can hardly tell the difference. Well, apart from the crotchless trousers. I've had enough of this. Me and my friends will go into the streets and take on the obs face to face. Hold it! I'm arresting you for inciting a riot. But... but no buts! Uh, We've got to put troublemakers like you behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what love honey is. <gasps> I don't think I know what it is. No, I neither do I. I'm not I'll Google it later. It'll be all right. Yeah, dude, not on the train like Hannah's friend. <laughs> it was no, me, no, Hannah. No. It was me. Yeah. I knew I recognised you. <laughs> Um, we're going to switch gears with another sketch now. Um, this one's from Henrik Person. Terry James here. With me is a brave young woman who, just 23 years old, 
is fighting the battle of her life. Liz, welcome. Thank you. So, Liz, tell me about your brave fight with cancer. Oh, just to say first, I don't see it as a fight. Um, I see it as more of a healing process. Of course. Let's back up two years. You're 21. Got your whole life ahead of you. Then you find a lump in your breast. And so begins Liz's battle with cancer. Battle? Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) You write in your war journal that you were really scared when they gave you the news. You mean my blog? Yeah, I was terrified. When they told you you had cancer, did you think, this is it, I'm being defeated by enemy troops? No, Christ. I was scared, but I didn't see it like that. Thank God you came out victorious. What would you say was your winning strategy? I'm cancer-free, so that's amazing, but it's all about luck and good doctors. You mentioned this, care. How important was that? What do you mean? I mean, you were deploying the Air Force, sending in the ground troops. How important was the support from doctors as you were engaged in battle? I would be dead without the doctors. They were the soldiers helping you on the river up to Colonel Kurtz. They're doctors. They're the ones doing the work. You're very humble. Not only are you combating enemy forces that have blitzkrieged their way into your breast, you also refuse to take credit for your work. But I didn't do anything. It was good to be young, I guess, because you're stronger than an old person, but it's just luck. But a lot of people lose the fight. A lot of people die, yeah. So what's your advice? We have a lot of listeners fighting their own battles. I don't know. What is it with you and the war talk? You're obsessed with war. There it is again, people. That fighting spirit. If I was cancer, I'd be toast now. Well done for writing it, was the cheer, I think. (laughs) Not cheering cancer. Yes, yes. It's important to clarify that. No one's in love with cancer. Interlude. Spoilers. Endgame. Spoilers. I love it when Mrs. Doubtfire comes out at the end. It's amazing. (laughs) It's my favourite part. My dear. (laughs) And she gets married to Duck from East Dangerous. It's so amazing. It was the wedding we've all been waiting for. They all do the cha-cha slide. We did. Yeah. Thanks again to Henrik Person, who actually verified after a recent sketch submission that is his actual name. So sorry, Henrik, uh, for doubting you. Um, Thanks, <laughs> Henrik. Um, cool. Shall we move on to another regular contributor? Is Elliot Stewart this time, and he's written this next sketch. With me in the studio is a guest I really regret having to be in the same room with. I- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Aha! You see, the cake you just nibbled had a truth drug in. Did it? Well... If I was to take a mere taste of the tiny trifle I gave to you of air, I would reply, well, yes. Speaking there was Monsieur Le Fenetre, who believes the guts are the eyes of the soul. Quite the disturbing image. In my restaurant, the truth is out there. My clientele gorge themselves on edible delights, and suddenly, the truth, she is present. So you lace your cake? I dope my desserts. To what end? Well, my early days as a waiter, I tire of asking, how is your meal? And British on very rare occasions tell the truth. They always retort, how lovely, thank you. But that's just manners. Even when it tastes like poop? Yes, maybe the chef meant it to taste like that and it would be rude to mention it out loud at a public place if it wasn't. Ah, you British, you know nothing about true artistry. But we know what we like. But how are we, the creatives in the kitchen, to guess what you really like? Huh? And you're just putting up with it. You've not eaten out in the UK, have you? 
I just want to apologise to everyone listening who might have been from any of the countries that my accent explored. There. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a really good journey there. A tour of Europe. <laughs> you should keep that accent always. I could listen to that all day. It's one for the spotlight. <laughs> Derek, maybe we should do another spoiler. Another spoiler. My mum is in it. Yeah. <laughs> my is She's really, really can good. <laughs> she, does, she does the can-can in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> so stay until the end. Stay yeah. until the end. Right till the very end. <laughs> should we get on to our next sketch? Yes. yes. Oh my god, um, hello, David Newsend here. David, it's Clive. Can you talk? Clive, uh, yes. Uh, thanks so much for calling. Uh, listen, I've just got on the train. If I lose signal, I'll bring you straight back. Too risky. They'll hear the phone. It's got to be now or never. All right, all right. Um, well, first, can I just say thank you on behalf of News Scoop? You're protecting my identity, right? Uh, of course, but. Because uh, it's curtains for me if these guys get a sniff of it. Do you understand, David? Life and death. Absolutely. I don't have much time. Three, five minutes for their elevenses smoke. That's all I've got. Of course. And now I've got my notebook right here. Why don't you tell me how you first noticed something wasn't right? All right. Well, it was my first night shift at the docks and... Ah, shit, that's loud. Sorry, Clive. Please continue. It was the middle of the day. Night shift. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and any guide dogs we have on board. Welcome to the 1102 LMNOP train service to London Euston. Please make sure any tickets and rail cards valid as our train is ready to depart. Oh, God, that's so loud. Uh, Clive, I'm really sorry, but could you just repeat that bit? A train's just leaving the station. I said I was just doing my job, unloading the crates when the machine got jammed. I went down to have a look and saw... You're a little package bird today, don't worry. We've got lots of yummy scrummy things on offer in our bar. Here's Lou to tell you more. Oh, sorry, Clive. Let's just wait for this announcement to finish. I don't have much time. Treat yourself to hot drinks, tea, coffee, hot chocolate, fish... No, fresh baguettes, sandwiches, rolls, pasties, subs... Pastries, potatoes, I'm so bread, sorry, Clive. I think they're nearly done now. Bread. Are you getting all this, or shall I go to the mail? I'm getting it, I'm getting it. So I checked his pulse, but it was no use. He was dead. I ran for help, but as I was dialing 999... A big thanks to Lou! It's her first day here with the LMNOP Trains family. Now, if you have heavy luggage, please pop it in the racks and keep the aisle clear. Just shout if you need a big, strong member of staff to help you. So there was another body, and then I realised this was way bigger. He was telling me that... And happy birthday to all our first-class passengers. You all get a free foot rub and some chips from Macclesfield. Just a little thank you from the LMNOP team. Clive, I'm sorry, I missed that bit, and it sounded pretty important. It's just the noise on these ruddy trains is... Are you serious? If they come back and find me on the phone, I'm dead meat. I'll say this one more time, David. The thing I hadn't realised about this tycoon was that... This train will be calling at Dribbling, Macclesfield, Scrunchy Gap, Poppleford, Newcastle, Drizzle Forum, Edinburgh, Crotch Damping, Dizzyfields, Hemel Hempstead and London Euston. And so basically that was how I ended up going along with it. I hope you can see I really didn't have a choice. Um... Right. Uh, Clive, could you just repeat that bit again about the conspiracy? Which bit? All of it. You're joking! Call yourself a reporter. Here I am putting my life on the line to whistleblow the story and... Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets, please. Uh, Sorry, just one moment. Right, that's it. Clive? Clive? Uh, Damn it, he's gone. Sir, I'm afraid we have a problem. Listen, this is the story of the decade. It's huge. Now, whatever the problem, I'll sort it out in just a minute. Let me just ring him back. I've got a better story, sir. 
Beg your pardon? Journalist arrested for fair dodging. Get him, lads. Oh. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> sketch. Everyone's just gone a bit mad, but do you know what? We have one more sketch left to go. Yay! Oh, that was such an enthusiastic yay. <laughs> 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 it wasn't being sarcastic. I'm genuinely excited. <laughs> excited. It's a good one, too, uh, which is, is lucky because the writer is standing here in the room <laughs> opposite yes. us. No pressure. Hello. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Do you want to introduce your sketch, Robbie? This is called Bath Bomb Sketch. It's about a bath bomb. Welcome to Bath Bomb and Beyond. How can I help you, madam? Hi, I was looking for a raspberry-scented bath bomb. Do you have any? I'm sure we do in the storeroom. Sophie, you heard the lady. Fetch a bath bomb while I fix the cash register, will you? About the storeroom, Mike. There's been a bit of a leak in there. Water ingress? In the storeroom? It's been raining and, and there must be a hole in the roof or something. No big deal. No big deal? No big deal? Out of my way! Attention shoppers! The storeroom has been compromised! Everyone out! Those bath bombs could explode any minute! Go, go, go! What's happening? Get off me! Keep low and keep moving! It's what I always feared. Cleanup team! Kowalski, Rodriguez, get over here! I can save the fragrant oils in the storeroom, sir. It's too late for the fragrant oils! Don't be a hero! No! Kowalski! The bath salts! My eyes! It burns! You'll be fine, son! Medic! You're gonna be okay! Where's that medic? I should have listened to you, boss. I'm sorry. Tell Char and I. <sighs> Good night, sweet smelling prince. I've got a mop and a bucket. I can clean up spillage now. Could you two move? Oh, sorry, Sophie. Sorry, Sophie. <sighs> Men, so dramatic. And that's it for this episode of Sketch Please! <laughs> 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 Well done. Thank you so much to all our amazing cast, Phoebe Hitt, Derek Murphy, Robbie Sunderland and Hannah Tarrington. It's been so great meeting you all. Uh, so where can our listeners find out more about each of you? Tell us. Twitter. 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 <laughs> Hannah Tarrington. No, it's um, my name's too long for the Twitter handle, <laughs> which is shit. Um, Han underscore Tarrington, which I remembered off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> such a skill. Um, and yeah, or you can uh, email me, I guess. That would be hannahallisontarrington at gmail.com. I work with small businesses, actually, to do brand image. So if anyone's got a small business and they, they want to help with some brand image, you feel free, to, feel free to contact me. <laughs> if, you, if you don't need brand image, then you can email me anyway, I guess. That's, that's, what, that's like design and that sort of thing. Just like help them what kind of like look they want to put out to their customers, connecting their social media to the image in store so they match kind of thing. Things like that. Yeah. That sounds very cool. Yeah, thanks. Phoebe, what about you? Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter. It's just at Phoebe Hit. I'm the only one. Um, and then also Accomplished Ladies is at Accomplished La One because Accomplished Ladies is also too long to yeah. put in the, uh, in the Twitter handle. Uh, we're also doing a show on the 6th of July at Buxton Fringe. So if you're in Buxton or know anyone in Buxton, please send them to the show because we don't know anyone in Buxton. Oh, Buxton's so. lovely. I'm excited. We're doing a little weekend getaway, uh, so it'll be nice being up there, but it is a bit panicky that you're suddenly like, oh, God, we're not going to have anyone there. So if you know anyone, please do send them our way. Robbie, what about you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Robbie underscore Sun 89, and some of my sketches are on there occasionally. And also if you follow at BBC New Comedy, I think it's just that simple. You'll find the comedy show from Radio Norfolk on Twitter as well. Uh, I'm about to set up my own YouTube channel for sketches I've recorded Ooh. and things. It's 
a character I've invented called Bobby Shambrake's Soccer Skills. <laughs> and it's a spoof football skills video. And I'm very excited about it. And so if you follow me on Twitter, there'll be links to the YouTube from that once I've got it ready and, and set up. You're a big Man U fan, aren't you? So this is with all the Yeah, let's the keep world. that quiet this weekend. <laughs> it's not gone well. But Bobby Shambrake is a member, was a member of the Man United class of 92 is his backstory, but the worst member. The worst member of a very good year. Of a, yeah, but really terrible. <laughs> he, he remembers He remembers the advice he got from Sir Alex Ferguson, which was, get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll look for that on YouTube and we'll listen yeah. to the new comedy show on Sunday afternoons. Yes. Or on La- iPlayer anytime. iPlayer anytime, but it's only the last month's episode, but the last Sunday of every month on BBC Norfolk 12.30. Awesome. Derek, what about you? You've already thrown us some dates out there, but you probably better remind us and then give us your Twitter handle. I will do. So Twitter, from my Twitter, is uh, Derek M. Murphy, M for Michael. Um, and that's my personal Twitter. Or you can follow my production company, which is DK Delight Productions. Um, I think the Twitter handle is delight underscore DK. So there you'll find all the info about my upcoming uh, New Riders Night. Also, I'm in a film at the moment called Sequins. Yes! We're just doing the rounds on the film festival circuit. It's about drag queens, drag queens, darling. It stars me and uh, James Dreyfus from Gimme 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 fame. Oh, brilliant. And he is utterly amazing. So do, if you get a chance to go see that, go see it. Yeah, and the writer's a good friend of yours. The writer's a very good friend of mine. I've known her for about 15 years, Amy Clark. Um, she's amazing, so watch out for her as well. But do, if you get, I mean, this movie is brilliant. It's won a couple of film festivals already, um, a couple in America, a couple in Europe. Um, it's heading to India, Canada, Australia. We're going to Ireland in a couple of weeks with it. So yay, oh, try and catch up with it if you can. Well, that's amazing. We'll put all the details on the website, podcastpioneers.com. And if you want to write for Sketch Please or perform next time, just send us your script, two or three pages, to sketchplease at podcastpioneers.com and put sketch in the subject box. If you want to perform, put performer in the subject line. Or if you're like Robbie, do both. <laughs> please do share the show with any writers that want to try out audio or hear their work produced you could find out more about us online at podcastpioneers.com or just follow us on the socials at sketch please pod say hello be nice to people have a good life and i'll catch you next time goodbye Bye. 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 Thanks for listening.